the Dead Pair Podcast is brought to you by the Elite Experience Elite Shotguns and is fueled by Fioki. Oh. Welcome to the Dead Pair Podcast, coming in hot with everything you want to hear about sporting clays. Guy Fieri. How are you, gentlemen? Thanks for having me. Anthony Matteris Jr., how you doing tonight? I'm doing pretty well. Welcome back, David Radulovic. That's a net positive. Brad <laughs> Kidd. Corey Cruz. Thank you for joining us this evening. Now I feel awkward. With your hosts, Jason Rambo. One more Red Bull for you. And Sean Alley. Woo, yeah! Christmas. Let's do it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. It's the Dead Pair Podcast. Dead and now, it's showtime. What's up, Mr. Large and in charge? Well, we're back in here and somebody forgot to lock the door again. I know. Welcome, Joey Hill. And I want to say Easy Go, but it's actually Textron is the mother company. It is Textron, but everybody knows this is Easy Go. Yes. Awesome. Well, this is an exciting episode. We're looking forward to Diving into this, um, first of all, our guest today is brought by Bear Pelt. At Bear Pelt, it's not just your vest, it's your new uniform. Um, Joey, you've kind of got an interesting story. I mean, you know, you were introduced to us through uh, Mr. Ricky Marshall Jr. himself, but kind of give everybody a little bit of background. It's like, you know, yeah, we know easy go golf carts, but how did you get involved in shooting? It's kind of a complicated story. So I've actually been with EasyGo for now a little over 16 years. So back up, believe it or not, I was a professional golfer. Played college golf at OU, um, got injured, needed something to do to be competitive, I guess, since golf was kind of put on the shelf for a little while. Went to a gun club, loved it, started shooting, became a trap shooter. Then Rick and I you know, became friends actually probably since 05. Really? Then with Easy Go, I started sponsoring more and more sporting clay events. I think the first one I went to was Grimmel Cup. Okay. So, yeah, in Nashville, started shooting. Rick and I shot together. Josh Taylor from White Fly. We had kind of a group, and then it just kind of progressed from there. So we started doing both. I mean, nice. depending on how our schedules worked, yeah, we shot the Nationals quite a bit, and yeah. So what what is your official title then with with EasyGo or Textron? So I'm a regional sales manager. Okay. So I handle you know Ohio, Michigan. Um, like I said, I've been around a while. So I've been you know most of the states. Uh, most of the dealers know me. Um, but yeah, I handle the vehicle side of our business. Okay, so, gotcha. Yeah. Well, Joey, here's the thing. I mean, me and Jason have gone to lots of shoots since we started back in 2017. You can't hardly go anywhere without seeing a mass of both golf carts and side-by-side. So they're very, very popular. Obviously, some of the terrain, some of the sizes of the place that we go to makes it a lot better for people to travel around, especially if you have any injuries. I got a bad wheel on my right ankle, and you know, so I ride either with Jason and one of my other buddies to get me around, especially on the hilly areas and the big places that you got to walk around like for half a mile to get somewhere to the other. But have you guys seen... Um, you know, like an increase, a surge of purchases in golf carts and side-by-sides? Because you guys also handle, if I'm not mistaken, Arctic Cat is, is another brand that you guys handle? Correct. Yeah, we bought Arctic Cat in 2017. Okay. So, yeah, gotcha. that's kind of, it fell under me for about a year and a half. Um, you know, I had those dealers, and then we kind of just divided back the way it was where I handle basically our consumer side on EasyGo, then they have their own reps on the Articat side. Okay. So, yeah. Gotcha. Yep. gotcha. But you're well familiar then, obviously, there's kind of the golf cart clan and yep. then there's the side-by-side clan yep. so we're going to dive into some of the questions tonight talking about like the pros and cons of each mm-hmm. why you would want one over the other and vice versa so you know jason i'll let you go yeah ahead and get started. you know i think it was I, I i don't remember the year but it was in the early early to mid 90s when we were sean and i were introduced to sporting clays and my dad's uh, the, my dad's best friend had a bad hip 
So he was one of the first people that we ever saw on a course with a golf cart. Of course, most of the courses were, it's they, I don't know, I don't know where it was all over the country, but I know here in Ohio, most of the co- courses were walkable. Okay? Yeah, they're pretty tight. Yep. Yeah. And so then, you know, here we come with a golf cart, you know, and they're like, well, you guys lazy or something? What? You know, now it's, it's like, what? You don't have a, a buggy or a golf cart, you know? So what do you think it was? If you had to put a finger on it, is it the size of the courses? Is people just getting lazy? Uh, or is it more cost effective? What do you think it was that that lured everybody into having either a golf cart or side by side? I think it was a little bit of everything. I think honestly, the biggest thing I saw was they start taking more and more equipment. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, I hate to say it. I mean, it, you know, you, you go out and shoot. You know, you've got a you know a uh, hundred birds, and you're taking a flight of shells with you, right? right. You're not just taking a hundred, right? And you right. got choke tubes, you got vest you've got rain gear you know it's it's one of those things i think that played a big factor where it didn't really make sense you know it's kind of like why you know people walk on a golf course sure it's good exercise but then after a while you know you've got a lot of equipment it becomes taxing let's put it that way so and you know you're and then once somebody has one, it kind of goes from there, <laughs> yeah. right? It's I mean, almost you know, like a prestige thing. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So it just kind of progressed from there. And, and you don't want to be the guy in the squad that doesn't have one. And they're always waiting on you. Yeah. you know? And most people are good. You know, you can hop on. But let's say, you know, there isn't room for you, right? right. Now you're walking and you're the only one and they're waiting on you. Well, so. and then, you know, you got guys like, you know, I'm not going to mention any names like <coughs> Sean Alley um, that, uh, you know, all of his buddies have. <laughs> golf carts and side-by-sides they don't need to buy one they just hop a ride with them all that's the right, right. <laughs> so, <laughs> i owned a boat for years so i know the whole philosophy it's better to know somebody with a boat than it is to own your own yes, boat so it's, yeah. it's the same thing yeah but yeah so seriously i mean they're really nice pieces of equipment i mean let's talk a little bit let's just start into it right now so if you're a guy maybe you live out in the rural area you got a farm you, you got a couple acres of land it probably makes more sense to have a side-by-side, right? Because it's more utilitarian? I would think so. I mean, it's one of those things. I mean, people like I see that have the side-by-sides, you, you name it, you know, the player's crew, ranger, whatever it is. Those guys are using it at home. It's right. not only, most of the time, I wouldn't say it's their, you know, sporting clays vehicle, right? And right. They didn't specifically buy it for that. It has dual purpose. With an easy go, I think it's that guy, and we've talked about it, it's the same thing. They're using it at home. They don't need a side-by-side. Per right. Se. Yeah. Some of the different models. Let's go through that real quick, Sean, if you don't mind. Go for Joey. it. Um, you know, so obviously you have Arctic Cat and Easy Go. And now you guys also, don't you offer also the uh, the the UTV that's for sale, at like Cabela's or whatever? What brand is that? Oh, that's Tracker. 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 Yeah. So that is made by Arctic Cat with the tracker name on it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's so. the same vehicles, just with a different sticker on different it. Different branding. Gotcha. Different name. We make it for them. Yes. So go through some of the models, because I know EasyGo has a Sport and Clay specific model. We do. We call it the Clay's um, car. Yes. Yeah. So like, what do you think, like if you had to go through each one of the three which do you think would be most appropriate for sporting clays? I mean, I think the the S4, which is our clays car, the Express S4. It's four passenger, flip down back seat, so you can carry two guys, four guys. You know, you have you know has an ammo basket up front, flip windshield. You could have your scabbards on the side. It's lifted, chrome wheels. You know, taillights break. I mean, you know, it's it's yeah. I mean, it's not it's not like a vehicle on the golf course. It's um, a little more rugged. Yeah. I mean, it just looks cooler. Let's put it that what way. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So let, we're all about you... cool. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Why do you think Sean and I have high end guns? It's yeah. not because we need them. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, so before you go on any further, what's the MSRP on that model? Uh, depending on what options you have, I mean, you're in that thirteen, fourteen thousand dollar range. Okay, I mean that's decked out. You know, it's fuel injected Kawasaki under the hood, thirteen and a half. I mean, you're yeah. I mean, nice. you got plenty of power. So yeah. Now, so then, go, go ahead. ahead. No, I was going to just jump in here real quick. So speaking of it, since you made a point. And this is just one thing that jumps in my head. So would you say most of the golf carts, if you're going to use them for sporting clays, would have to be gas versus electric, obviously? Because I know you make both, right? Yeah. So I would definitely own sporting clays, 100%. I would say gas just because of the length um, you know, of the facility. If you have a facility, you know, we're near the Cardinal Center, right? I don't think there's any... You know, you could use electric there. I don't think there's any way you Because it's would. pretty flat. It is pretty flat, not really long. You go to Nationals, um, you know, you go to Grimmel Cup, right? You go to Nashville Gun Club. I mean, that's a ways around. Plus, the other thing is charging them. Well, yeah, where well, are going to plug it in Correct. at night? I mean, yeah. yeah, exactly. I mean, and you're leaving it there. You know, you got to run extension cords. That's the only negative. That right? makes sense. That makes you sense. know, gas is just easier. Let's okay. just put it that way. But I mean, um, yeah, I mean, we make lithium. It does last longer. You know, it's quicker. You know, um, charging time. But essentially, it's, it comes down to: Do you have the ability to charge? If you're in an RV, yeah, yeah no problem. Hook it up. You know, plug it right into a one ten. You're good to go. Yeah. And there's people that do that. I mean, on trap. You know, I go to the Grand American. You know, most years, and it's it's all asphalt, right? You're not going far. You could go the whole week. On one charge, right? Because right. you're not going hundreds of miles here, you know. Right. You may go 25 miles, which something like that. That you could do that on a charge on electric vehicle yeah. now. So yeah, exactly. Okay, so moving on to um, let's go to the tracker next. Mm-hmm. So what's the MSRP on that, and do you think that that's a viable option? I mean, it's a viable if that's something you guys are going after. I mean, the Prowler Pro is kind of their vehicle. I'll be honest. I don't know what the tracker name of that vehicle is um just because i'm not on that side but like the prowler pro is their best-selling vehicle and they make it in a crew model i think that vehicle msrp starts at like 17 for like the four pass you go all the way up to you know to the crew version you're 25 ish i mean depending on how you deck it out now it's not specifically designed for sporting clays i mean you're gonna have to add stuff to that vehicle yeah um and then the articat that would be that, the Prowler okay. Pro. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just Prowler didn't Pro. know what Bass Pro kind of Cabela's calls the tracker version of okay. that, that Prowler Pro. Gotcha. So, yeah. Well, I mean, don't throw any daggers at me, but, yeah. you know, I have a John Deere. It's a, it's, they call it their, um, oh my gosh, it's, it's a UTV, mm-hmm. but they call it their. It's like a sport utility, right? It's, it's <sighs> well, not got, true utility and it's not the sport model. They've got it's, the work utility and then they got the get it, go fast model. And this mm-hmm. is the in-between. It's right. a, it's a hybrid is what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. Yep. Um, so it still goes plenty fast enough, way faster than I, I care to anymore. Yeah. Um, but like Sean said, you know, it rides so daggone nice. But mm-hmm. my the main reason for me getting that was the power dump bed. I split anywhere from four to five cords of firewood a year. And I use that thing at home. And everybody laughs, but it works really great. Like my, my gun rack in the back sits up on the side rails and it goes up and over and, you know, from side to side. Mm-hmm. Well, I don't have to take the gun rack in and out to use it for firewood. Right. Um, but you have options like that with Articat, right? I mean, we if do. somebody wanted to go with something like that. But see, yeah. that made sense for me. I've already got this buggy, right? right? So I could use it, but, and it's quiet, too. Yeah. That's the other thing I like about it. Talk about that a little bit. That seems to be an ongoing complaint with shooters everywhere. Yeah. It's how noisy these things are. You know, guys leave them running so the air conditioner or <laughs> heater's on or whatever, and you can hear the cooling fan kicking on. Is that something you guys look at as far as from a decibel standpoint on exhaust from the factory? I mean, we do more 
So we have to go backwards. I mean, we have two motors on the easy go side, right? So we have a quieter, less powerful, smaller motor that we use on some of our other vehicles, right? More okay. for golf, like, and then we also have the Kawasaki motor, right? We have the EX1, which is our smaller, it's 11 and a half horse. You have a 13 and a half horse uh, Kawasaki. So you have kind of two different options, right? Okay. But comparing it to a side-by-side, I mean, even the Kawasaki is not loud, you know, right. it's, it's just not. And that's one of the advantages we have. You don't need to leave that running, right? Get in, you leave the key on, you step on the pedal, you're ready to go, right? It's right. not firing it up just like your car right. and you're taking off. I mean, you can cruise right up behind somebody. And a lot of times it's, you know, they've got earmuffs on. I mean, they can't really hear you. You know, you pull right. up in a big diesel, whatever, they hear you coming. Right. right. I mean, right. And it, it, you know, it depends, right? I mean, it's just one of those things. So. Yeah. And we've seen the same thing. Our buddy JD, uh, he traded up, he had a Honda mm-hmm. and he started off with, I think it was a 750 or an 800, which was really super loud. And then he upgraded to 1000. It was a lot quieter. So he's, he's really happy about that. But I mean, let's talk a little bit about, I mean, you don't really need superpower obviously to go mm-hmm. sporting clay shooting, but let's talk about comfort a little bit. I mean, there's lots of options these days. Like you can get a heated mm-hmm. and air conditioned cab, right? I mean, you guys offer that yep. in your models. Yep. Well, we do, we do on the Arctic cat side on the easy go side we don't i mean that's the thing that's what you're kind of giving up also the independent suspension when you're looking at the clay's car right it's not that cushy ride but you're talking different price points um you're also talking about speed right we you know we really haven't brought that up where you know our vehicles stop around that 20 mile an hour mark right Mm -hmm. because we have to right it doesn't have a rops doesn't have a roller protection system like a gator a you know an Articat, those type of vehicles can go 25 30 50 miles an hour where an easy goes not we're stopping at 20 just because that's where that's where we are let's put it that yeah. way you know yeah. um that's kind of our niche so gotcha. uh, but yeah i mean you can get air conditioning in it it's not going to be the air conditioning you're talking about right <laughs> yeah, it's, a, it's right. an it's an aftermarket system it's not something that we have at easy go because it's you know for us Sporting clays is a big market for some brands. For us, it's not as big a market. Right? Okay. Um, so I don't think they've developed those types of things. I mean, we have hard cabs and things like that, but it's not the same level on the Articat side. Let's put it that way. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. Well, all right. So let's talk a little bit now about, since our listeners are out there and maybe some of them are on the fence about, do I get a golf cart? Or do I get a side-by-side? I mean, regardless of the brand, obviously, we want to see you do well yeah. with these ago. But, you know, let's talk about the reasons why. So let's take... Guy A, he lives in town, in a neighborhood, suburban guy. And then we got Guy B. Maybe he lives not on a farm, but he lives rural. He lives out. Mm-hmm. So obviously, to me, it makes sense. The guy that lives in town, what does he need a side-by-side for? What is he ever going to use it for, right? Correct. So maybe a golf cart's his best choice. He might be able to run on the na- run around the neighborhood. Maybe there's the local golf courses a couple streets over. He can maybe run over there without getting busted by the cops or something. I don't know. Um, I know around here, there's a few communities that actually the people do run around in golf carts. And uh, nobody says anything well, to them. And, and that's a good point. I mean, we live in Ohio. Um you know, they have an ordinance, right? So unless your city overdoes that ordinance, you can have a golf cart can be street legal in your town, right? I mean, right, there's right. got to be turn signals and all that stuff. Right. Um, and it's pretty common, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, where I live, we see them all the time. I mean, any road under 35 miles an hour, they can have them. Side by sides, not in the same ballpark, right? right. Now, you could be in your town, but it's not everywhere. That's one of the big things. Well, so, you know, yeah. the wife and I are looking at houses in Florida right now and there it's unbelievable the amount of communities they drive home in their car and then they don't touch their car the rest of the time. They mm-hmm. everything's golf cart. Yes. Mm-hmm. The whole entire community mm-hmm. is yep. golf cart. Like you go to the grocery store that's out front, 
it's all golf carts. Yep. Yep. And it's like, wow. I yeah. mean, so that had to have been big for you guys too. You had to see an uptick like as the popularity of that kind of thing grew, right? Absolutely. I mean, you, you talk, you speak of, you know, Florida. I mean, look at the villages, right? There's, oh my goodness. There's yeah. 85,000 uh, golf cars in that community and it, keep, <laughs> and it keeps growing, right? Wow. I mean, it, the whole community is developed around golf cars. I mean, that's yeah. the way it is. I mean, they're one of our bigger dealers in the country is the villages, right? So, yeah. I mean, that's what they do. I mean, they cater to those people. I mean, they basically get there and they're on their golf cars. I mean, as long as they're there, almost. I mean, they can do everything, you know, wow. you know, right. go that's everywhere incredible. with it. So it's, uh, it's kind of cool. So. Well, and on the other end of the spectrum, I mean, let's talk about the guy that lives out in more of a rural area. Um, let's say he does live on a farm or he lives near a farm or he's a hunter, you know, having a side-by-side, he might already have one. You know, maybe he takes it to go hunting, he drags that deer out with it, or he takes his dog box, throws his, you know, pointers in there, and he goes out and busts some pheasants. Um, I mean, those guys obviously can take that same side-by-side, go out and do sporting clays with it just fine without having to buy another dedicated piece of equipment. So it totally makes sense. And at the same time, if you do live out in the country and you don't have one already, there's just another reason. Like Jason, haul haul firewood. Maybe do yard chores. You know, maybe you can convince the old lady that – it's it's a good investment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I tried that with my shotgun. Yeah. It didn't work. It didn't work. Like, okay. Nah. All right. I'm just I'm just yeah. thinking positively. Yeah, here, right. right. <laughs> um, so you said that you uh, started off Easy Go was able to sponsor the Camille Cup, mm-hmm. and then you guys eventually moved on, and now you sponsor the NSCA. Correct. Have they had any kind of request as far as like equipment goes with the golf carts at all? No, really. I mean, they love the Clay's car, right? <laughs> so they use a lot of our utilities at the facility. Um, you know, so not really, I mean, they actually love the way the, you know, the clay's car fits into that world. And I think a lot of the clubs that use us for their rental vehicles, they have, Mm -hmm. you know, the clay's cars and it's been great for us, right? It's great exposure. Um, you know, we have a dealer, um, that actually does all the rentals for the, you know, for the, um, uh, nationals there in San Antonio that a lot of those vehicles, are just clay's cars. They're just not bright. Yeah. You know what I mean? The, I think that's Denver. Deaver. 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 Yep. Deaver. That's right. Yep. Yep. So, um, you know, it, it, yeah, it's, it's good exposure. I mean, that's why we've kind of wanted to be part of the NSCA just because of that factor. I mean, sure. you know, it's great advertisement, but you know, we, we know as a company, not easy go doesn't fit for every lifestyle. We'd love yeah. for it to, but we, we get it. Trust yeah. me. Just like he said, I mean, a guy that, and yourself, I mean, if you're using it on a farm, and I think that's the biggest thing. They got to look at what are they going to do with this vehicle other than, you know, having as a dedicated sporting clay vehicle. You know, I always, you know, my wife and I always talk, you know, we've had campers, right? And we always, when I go to the Grand American um, for trap, you know, we always say, man, I wish we'd have kept our camper. We could have stayed here. Yeah, we use it twice a year, right? <laughs> we're, 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 going, we're staying at the Holiday Inn Express, yeah, right, in that's, Sparta. That's right? an expensive hotel it, twice it, a year. Exactly. Right? Yeah. So, and that's kind of the same thing. I mean, and sure, there are guys that will buy a dedicated sporting clay vehicle. Great. Love them, regardless of which side they go to. But I think it comes down, are you going to use it other ways? I mean, if you shoot sporting clays, 10 weekends a year. Sure. What are you going to use it for the other 42 weeks of the year? Yeah. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah. So, yeah. Hey, question for you. So speaking of um, guys using a rural area, I don't know. Do they make a four wheel drive version in the easy goes? We don't. I mean, okay. we, we, we had, we bounce back and forth. Honestly, we used, cause we own Cushman, right? right? So we've had Cushman has some four wheel drive, but we honestly, when we bought Articat, uh, we used their vehicles and just rebranded them. Gotcha. You know, and it, gotcha. it, it's different with our dealer network um, because if you go to an easy go dealer per se, people think of golf cars, right? Mm-hmm. They're not thinking of side by sides. And when we bought Articat, we put easy goes in Articat dealers and people didn't really 
It didn't Look, bond it, well. it didn't, it, you know, because people were going to an Articat dealer to buy a side-by-side. They weren't going to buy a golf car, right? And it was gotcha. kind of that that way. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, um, Particular mindset for each product. Exactly right. Right. So, it, you know, we, we tried it and didn't really work. And we came back to kind of our dedicated different. That's kind of like we talked about our, our dedicated sales reps. You know, I was both for a while. And then we went back to kind of two different uh, reps to handle the different dealer groups. Same type of thing. So... Um, you mentioned the, the whole camper thing, you know, there's a lot of people that use those, um, I think they call them fun movers or whatever. They have the ramp door in the back. And yeah. Toy haulers, toy haulers, yeah, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, I think f- fun movers, the trailer and, and toy haulers, the, the camper or vice versa. Yeah, one, yeah, of, I, one of them's a motorhome, one of them's a trailer, but anyway, um, but that's, that's something to consider. You know, absolutely. I mean, if you got a like my side by side, it won't even fit in an enclosed trailer mm-hmm. unless you got a tall body, yep, because the roof, right? right? So, I guess that'd be one thing to consider. Another thing, too, and Sean, you got right down here in the notes something about a trailer, yeah, yeah. you yeah. know. Um, our friend Kurt that has a golf cart has got one of those little dinky fold up trailers you can mm-hmm. get from Harbor Freight, and he yeah. folds it up and it fits in his garage in town just fine. Yep. Yeah. You know, mine is not going to, I mean, no. the, the dry weight on mine is 2,000 pounds. Right. So it's not going to fit on one of those trailers, mm-hmm. uh, or at least it won't hold it anyway. And right. I think you bring up another good point about, I mean, you got to look at the tow vehicle that you have because mm-hmm. with a side by side, you pretty much need a, at least a small pickup truck, For like sure. a, a, a small body, even, I don't know if you can get away with, like a minivan or something, maybe I don't know. That'd be kind of pushing it, possibly. Oh, minivan? Who? What, what kind of soccer I'm mom just, stuff? Look, are you? I'm just talking about the guy. Like <sighs> he, he doesn't have a golf cart. He doesn't have a side by side. So he's trying to decide on what do I get. Well, obviously, if you got a pickup truck, you can haul anything. Yeah. But if a guy's got like say a minivan or an SUV, a small SUV. You know, you might be kind of pushing it with some of the side by sides as big and heavy as they get. Absolutely, especially the crew cab versions, the long yeah. ones, and then you got a big trailer to drag that around with. So, if you got a smaller vehicle, then you know, obviously, a golf cart seems to be more reasonable to go uh, right. and tow around town and not kill your car. So, here's one for you: What about um, the guy that doesn't want to buy anything? Wants to go to the club and rent it. So do you guys have like lease programs you do with clubs or? We do. Yeah. It depends on kind of where they are and everything. But yeah, there's lease programs um, that we, you know, they have our vehicles. We switch them out, honestly, just like a golf course. Right. So, you know, every three or four years they're upgrading. Right. I do a couple of clubs up in Michigan um, that are that way. Um, but yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, we switch them out. They kind of pick the different models. You know, we make a six seater on the easy go side, of course, um, kind of our crew called the L six it's, it's similar, but not similar. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's exactly, you know, just like with Deaver and what they do with running them at the, um, that nationals and at, you know, us open, depending on where it is and the different events, you know, just same thing. I mean, it's a good opportunity for the individual to see what he likes as well. You know, if, if a golf car, like, is this going to meet his needs essentially? Gotcha. So, yeah. Well, that was, you know, that was one of the deciding factors for me to buy when at the time when I bought mine is I told the wife, I said, you know, you look at all these shoots I'm going to, some of these shoots are over a hundred dollars a day for yeah. a golf cart rental. Oh you know? yeah. Oh you yeah. You know, and yeah, okay. You have the expense of the gas tone it there, but it does not, if you, if you add it up at the end of the year, you're going to pay a lot more rental than what you did in that little bit of extra gas mileage. Oh, know? absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that was a big deciding factor, too. And they're getting expensive. You know? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, everything is increased in price, for oh, sure. For Boy, sure. howdy. Yeah, it's uh, – but, uh, yeah, I mean, it, it just comes down to, like, personal preference. I mean, you know, and, it, like, the camper is the exact same thing. If you use it twice a year, probably renting makes sense, <laughs> yeah. right? I mean, right. If, if you're at a club that actually has them, right, there's certain clubs, they may only have five old beat-up, 
golf cars or whatever they have and that's it. Or they may have a fleet. You're like, hey, I'm going to this club. They've got rentals. You know, that's like Grimmel Cup, right? I knew yeah. every year. I never took my vehicle to Nashville. They always had one. You know, they had rentals there. I knew the dealer that was doing all the rentals, and I would just grab one of their vehicles. It didn't make sense for me to drive it from, sure. you know, Columbus or you lived in Cincinnati at the time all the way to Nashville when I could just rent one. Right. You know, so. Well, and Jason, I've even seen a lot of the clubs nowadays, they'll offer a club member, especially if it's your local club that you shoot at all the time, they'll offer a place for you to store your golf cart or your, your side-by-side. They may have a garage. They may have some storage containers or a shed or something like that that is keyed. I mean, we've seen that down in Florida yeah. at South Central. South Florida. South Florida Gun Club. Yep. Uh, you know, they have little Connex boxes, and yep. you can actually lock your buggy up in there and yep. with your ammo and everything else and go get it when you need it so you're not trailering it every time you go to the club. Yep. So that makes sense, too. Well, that was one of the things that uh, Chad was talking Chad Roberts was talking about out there. I think it's L.A. Clays. Um, they have, you know, you, you got your own golf cart, fine. They got, they've got they got storage units for it. I mean, yeah. it's but they call it the, you know, the cart barn or whatever. Right, right, yep. Um, and there's places for electrics to plug in, and there's, you know. Yeah. I know Tucson has that there. as well, yeah. I mean, yeah. On, yep. Were you going to say something, Sean? Well, I was just going to ask him. I mean, so if, if somebody's, you know, kind of pondering getting a, a golf cart or a side-by-side, either one, any major words of wisdom or mistakes that you see people make when they purchase one, like not thinking through, like maybe not buying big enough, maybe buying too big? I don't know. What what do you what do you see out there? I mean, there's, there's only really a couple of things. I mean, we've talked about electric. I don't think electric makes sense for sporting clays, per se, unless, you know, it's a very – you're only going to a couple of clubs. It's a very small club. Electric – could work for you potentially, but majority, I mean, you're going to look at gas, right? So you're also going to look at what kind of features do you want, right? Do you need a six passenger, right? Are your kids, wife, whoever going to go? Is your buddies have them that you always shoot with? Right. You know, are they going to depend on you? You know, um, what do you want it to look like, right? Do you want a traditional, like we make them a traditional golf car that's not lower, doesn't have the 14 inch wheels, all that. Do you need something like that that literally could fit in the bed of your truck Still mm-hmm. gas, right? Right. Still can have all the stuff. It's just not as big, right? right? So that's kind of something. Do you want you know that range, or do you want to go to a, a full clay's car, right? Mm-hmm. Does it have all the features that you want? You know, and the same thing with a side by side. It'd be that way as well, right? I mean, right. there's pluses and minuses, but I would say that you need to look at, like you said, what your intended purpose is, where you're going to use this the most, kind of what. What things do you have to have on the vehicle and what are wants for that vehicle, right? right. Like you would love to have all this storage space, but also it's got to fit in the bed of my truck, my long bed, right? You're going to have limitations with that. So that's just something you need to look at. If you're, if you're fully fine buying a trailer, Clay's car all the yeah. way, right? I think that makes 100%. It's, it's designed for those shooters. Right. right? So um, I read an interesting article this morning, um, the – CEO of KTM North America. I'm a big motocross guy. Oh, yeah. And they have since have acquired Husqvarna and um, Gas Gas. But anyway, they just built a new $53 million facility out there in California. And so that was the, the reason for the interview. But he was talking about the development in electric dirt bikes and electric bicycles and all that kind of thing. And for the bicycle world, it kind of works because they can pedal when it dies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dirt bikes, not so much. Right. Uh, but he was talking about the battery technology, and he said it just hasn't came far enough yet. Um, he he seemed to think that it was kind of along the lines of the electric car. You know, if you're doing short commutes, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you can always plug it in, it makes sense. Long term, no. Are you guys kind of running into the same thing with your electric golf cars? The battery technology is just not there yet as far as 
those kind of batteries go? We're actually on the opposite side, believe it or not. I mean, really? we've actually switched all of our electric vehicles to lithium, right? Really? So we have Samsung that does all of our battery packs, all of our uh, battery maintenance systems, and it's been incredible, right? So we really? were the first one to come out with lithium in our golf side, hmm. right? And then we brought it into all of our vehicles. So you can buy a Clay's car as a, well, S4, what we call elite, which is lithium, right? Okay. And you can get different battery packs. I mean, you can get up to like a 6.2 pack for us. I mean, you're getting 40, 40 plus miles, depending on the terrain on wow. one charge. You can wow. charge that thing up in under probably five hours from fully dead. Wow. Okay. So, so it's it's different, right? Like motorcycles would be different than the golf side of you know of our business and the okay. way like this would be. But yeah, I mean for us with having Samsung, I mean that technology is incredible for our business. So what would you say, uh, lithium versus um, the old cell batteries that you had mm -hmm. previously? Yep. What would you say the percentage of increase was with that? I mean, as far uh, as runtime goes. I mean, it's not so much runtime. Um, if you look at a basic battery pack, which, like I say, it's a 2-2 for us, right? And a 48-volt electric. The range is about the same. Okay. But what you're eliminating is the maintenance. There's no watering batteries, all right? You're not having batteries crack in the middle of the winter because mm. the charger died, right? Because you right. got a battery maintenance system. The warranty, right? You're going from a two-, three-year warranty for our vehicle on a lead-acid side to an eight-year warranty. Oh, wow. So you're talking big difference. Now you're paying a little bit, you know, you are paying extra for that lithium. Sure. But I mean, it's for me, and I'll be honest, I mean, I've always had gas vehicles my entire life, right? I'm My next vehicle is actually going to be a lithium. Really? Right? Because it's just, for me and my lifestyle, it's perfect, right? Yeah. I mean, it's just plugging in. I didn't want to be the guy because we live in Ohio, right? The power goes out. It's cold. You know, like we've had the, the winter snap this year around Christmas. Yeah. And those batteries freeze and bust right and i'm calling the company saying yeah my demo i made a, <laughs> i need a new set of batteries yeah, right. you know i didn't want to be that guy um but i think the range anxiety has always been the limiter to electric right and i think you do have that because we make 72 volt vehicles as well we did right uh -huh. in the lead acid and that helped with that range but when you're talking even more range. You're doubling that 70. When you go to a 6.2 battery pack, you're mm. doubling that range, right? Wow. Wow. So, I mean, there is, and like I said, it, you're still going to have guys, you know, at nationals, electric's probably not going to work because of plugging in. I don't think it's so much the range. I think it's the plugging in, which now they have, a lot of them have onboard chargers. Yeah. So literally you're taking a 110 outlet, just, just plugging, plugging it in, in. Right. right? But do you have that everywhere? That's the thing. If you have That's, a cart yeah. barn, sure, absolutely. I mean, you you get done with it, plug it in at the cart barn, you know, go back to your hotel next morning, unplug it, and you're good to go for the whole day. Right. It's just a lot of facilities. Just, you know, you mentioned electric vehicles, right? Yeah. Like cars, Tesla, exactly. That's my biggest thing. That's the limiting over. factor That's for my all of like, Yeah. Like, yeah. And, and, and also charging them. Do you have enough time to charge them up? Forty Clays is easy, right? You know, we use it all day. We got plenty of time at night to charge it up. You know, right. So, right. but yeah, I think with that, with, you know, the motocross, yeah, I think that would be difficult. Yeah, right. But, it is. but on our side, it makes a lot of sense. It's been phenomenal. I mean, we came out with, um, it's kind of funny when we introduced lithium for the first time, it was actually at the PGA golf show. And it was also the exact day that we announced we bought Articat. Oh, nice. So they actually were right on top of each other. Nice. So yeah, so we've had lithium now for six years. We've got, I believe... On the golf side, almost three hundred thousand vehicles. Wow. On the golf side, that are lithium out in, out there right now since two thousand seventeen. 
So well, I think part of his point too, to be fair, in that article was the amount of power that they're trying to match. Oh, absolutely. You know, yeah, if, yeah. if you look at a modern day 254 stroke motorcycle that's making over 40 horsepower, in order to accommodate that in battery, you know, it's too heavy. Correct. For one. Yes. Okay. So then when you get just that borderline on weight, then the battery, it'll produce that amount of power, but your, your runtime is way shortened. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's totally different anyway. I mean, these guys are using handfuls of power every jump, you know, so yeah. it's, it's totally different, but, it's interesting about the battery technology. Um, one of the things you mentioned was warranty. Mm -hmm. What is the warranty on an easy go versus say an Arctic cat or a tracker or whatever? Are they, are they comparable? They are like, I know like an easy go, it's two years and depending on the Arctic cat, it could be a year, two years. It just depends on the models. And we have some that are three years on the gas yeah. side. We have some that, um, actually thinking about, it, they're actually all at least two years on the easy go side. Now, when you go to lithium, like I said, you've got an eight year warranty that's on that incredible. battery pack. Yeah. yeah. That's and really it, cool. it, 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 it's amazing. I mean, honestly, people look at that and they're like, wow, you know, even if you look at the cost difference, you know, batteries, depending on how you take care of them, you're going to replace them two times in eight years. Right. Probably. probably. I mean, right. you don't take it maybe three and the price of lead batteries right now, or it's, you know, it's, it's expensive. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, I mean, yeah. and it's just, it's one of those things. Like the biggest thing I always get when people talk about, I don't want the stains on my, on my garage floor. Right. <laughs> I don't, you know, and, and, and I always say, well, that's because you filled them up and they, you know, you caused that essentially, right. you know? Yeah. Uh, but he's like that, that was, I always get that comment. I was like, well, with lithium, you don't have to worry about it. It's just like your cell phone. You plug it in. I mean, yeah. it's, it's great. Yeah. yeah. That's Definitely. incredible, though, on that warranty. That's really cool. I mean, yeah. it's it's funny to think about where we've came, you know. I mean, 20 years ago, the cordless drill was a big thing, but then, you know, the batteries didn't make it. Nowadays, they got them to rip your arm off, oh, yeah. you know. Um, of course, everything you use for your yard nowadays, you can get in cordless, and it works good. It does, yeah, yeah absolutely. So, but um, last thing I have here on my notes, Sean, is financing. Do you guys offer financing to the general public, or is that something that's done outside? We do through our dealers. So we use okay. like Sheffield, we have Yardcard, Roadrunner, you know, like right now, um, you know, through April. I mean, we have zero for 48, um, nice. you have zero for 36, you know, 199. I mean, there's all those different options through the different companies through our, you know, through your local dealer. So, yeah. yeah. Sean, you got any? I mean, we've covered pretty much everything I can think about. I mean, we've talked about the heat and the air conditioning. We've talked about gas versus electric. We've talked about why you want a side-by-side -side versus a golf cart. Um, I know something really important we're missing. What's that? Joey's a shooter. Oh, yeah. Let's talk a little bit so, about a shooter. So we're, we're gonna, we're, I'm going to ask him a question, then I'll let you handle the rapid-fire questions. Okay, sounds good. Joey, you see our list of sponsors there on yeah. the wall over there. Yeah. Uh, you use any of those products from our great sponsors? Uh, we got see. Elite Shotguns. I know, those USA. Guys, I know those guys very well. Yes, yeah. I do. Uh, so. Bear Pelt Vests, of course. I don't have one of those. Oh, my uh, gosh. Well, remember, man. he's a trap shooter, so I they don't, they don't use trap shooter. Hey, they got pouches. I, I do. do. Now yeah. they do. Yeah. Now they, they do. They got pouches. Yep. Of course, Atlas traps. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, you 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 love you some Atlas, don't you? I do. Re Ranger. Uh, what kind of glasses do you use? I use Ranger. Yep. Do you really? I have forever. You use yep. the Edge or do you use the Marshalls? I use the Edge. Or yep. The Edge. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Had them for a long. See, long Sean, time. you got the. Uh, you, do you have Falcon? Mine are the Falcons. So he's got the Falcons. I have to use the Edge because my prescription is different from side to side. Oh okay. So unfortunately, I'm two lenses instead yeah. of one big one. Uh, Auto Pro Technologies. You know about Odo Pro hearing protection? I don't know. No. Um, Bluetooth rechargeable. Wow. Uh, custom fit ear protection. 
And then if you don't want to spend the money on that, they have the, I'm going to, I'm going to get a phone call, the impulse. I think that's what it is. Yeah. It's a filter. It's push in, uh, but it's got a filter in it. So you put these things in, we can sit here and talk just like we are right now. And you can hear me just fine. As soon as the gun goes off, it silences. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And for $50. Wow. That's incredible. So we'll, we'll hook you up with that before you leave here. Um, of course, rhino chokes. Um, Absolutely. Got them in my sporting clay gun. There you go. Absolutely. What gun do you shoot? Well, we'll, we'll let Sean ask yeah. those questions. <laughs> is it ported? It is. <clears throat> rhino ported. It's not rhino ported. Oh. Uh, that's all right. Um, the lovely Miss Don Grant. Um, there's somebody to get your head right for you if you're if you're out of whack. She's she's uh, reinvesting in her career with Sean and I. It's a, it's a process. <laughs> mm-hmm. Of course, Vero Beach clay shooting. You know where those guys are. Uh, absolutely. Yes. White flyer, I guarantee you shoot their targets. I do. Yep. Josh Taylor and uh, Robert Crow, Bill Daniels, yep. good friends of mine. So. And then, of course, the lovely Casey Chase from Score Chaser. So, Sean, why don't you start on some rapid fire questions? All right. We always do a segment here. I know you probably don't listen to the show too much, but we do a rapid fire series. It's just basically what's your gear, what's your gun, yeah. you know, what kind of chokes do you shoot? So, let's talk on the sporting clay side of thing. What gun do you shoot? I have a Prazi. A Prazi. What's your barrel length? Uh, 30. Okay, 30. And uh, do you have a custom stock or a factory stock? I do. I have a Winnick. Got yeah. a Winnick stock. Yeah. Okay, nice. And is that the one that's ported? Uh, yes, it is. Yes. Okay, so it is ported. Yep. Um, and then you said you're... Rhino Chokes, right? Yep, Rhino Chokes. It was actually Briley did the porting. So. Okay. okay. Yep. What uh, what constriction do you usually shoot in sporting? I'm, I'm goofy, right? So I think on me, uh, it's usually like a 16, um, kind of in the bottom barrel. Could go to a 10. And then in the top, I'm usually 25, right? Okay. So I'm a little probably tighter. A little than, tighter. Just because of trap. I hate to say that. So, no, that's yeah, all right. That's just me. Totally good. Now, what, what kind of shells do you like to rock? I do like Federals. Okay. I really? Do. I do. What's, I've always what's had your fed. recipe? Um, honestly, I use the uh, the 1,000s. I mean, uh, feet per second. So the one ounce a lot of times. I mean, okay. it's just... That's just me. That's what works. Okay. Yeah, I mean, sporting and trap, I usually shoot papers. I hate to say it. I got an ounce and an eighth of eights and the handicap load and seven and a half. So, gotcha. Like those papers. Yeah. You already said you use Rangers. I do. Your, and then yeah. uh, ear protection, do you use anything special? Not really special. Uh, believe it or not, Granny has always made me oh, yeah. um, just molded earplugs. I mean, every few years, I just have her make me another set. So. Okay. I know you're not a vest shooter, but you shoot with a pouch. I do. Right? Yeah. Am I missing anything, Jason? Uh, what's in your bag? Oh, yeah. Anything you carry in your shooting bag that's odd or weird, like Fuzzy Troll Doll or Lucky Rabbit? No, fuzzy no, Troll No. no <laughs> I'm just throwing stuff out there, I mean, man. Come on. I mean, the goofy thing. I'm a diabetic, so I always have some kind of candy or something to that extent just in yeah. case in my bag. Gotcha. Always. Yeah. It's Very just cool. kind of one of those things. So, yeah. Gotcha. Well, I think that pretty much covers everything. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um how often do you get to get out and shoot? Not very often now. Really? I, have, I have a 10 and 13 year old then. Oh, so those are like busy you're at years. The ball games, I, yeah. yeah, when they were younger shot, I would say every weekend. I mean, <laughs> you know, with, with Calcutta, Sporting Clays. I mean, you know, we talked earlier, like Rick and I, you know, we roomed at Nationals probably for, God, three, four, five years in a row. Really? We always had our squad, White Flyer guys always shot with us. Um, you know, Bobby at Winnick shot with mm-hmm. us a lot. We had such a great time. But then, Kids, right? Yeah. I know. I always had buddies that say, "Oh, I can't shoot this weekend. My kids are doing X, Y, and Z." I'm like, "Nah, that that that's a lame excuse." No, Come but, on. but when you get there, you're like, "Oh and, yeah." And I'm, and I'm looking at, you know, like, you know, we tried to schedule this a couple times. Oh, my kids have a game. My kids have practice. Right. You know, travel basketball for like the youngest and stuff, and then they both play travel baseball. I mean, it's a 
games have already started. You know, I've got a yeah. seventh grader and he's playing school ball and then travel ball picks up as soon as it's over. Yeah. yeah the 10 year old's <laughs> already had his first game of travel baseball and it goes through July 4th. So wow. pick a weekend. And then, you know, you tell your wife, Hey, I'm going to go shoot the one off weekend we have. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. when so-and-so's birthday party yeah, comes yeah, up. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. So yeah, it's been tough. I mean, I try to make an effort. I mean, you know, I go to Ohio state shoots and, you know, we go to Sparta. I haven't been to the nationals in a few years just because of the timing, but yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, hopefully more. Let's Are you going to try and get the kids into shooting? Or? I am. Yeah. They've, yeah. they've, they've shot around. I mean, my, my father-in-law and my dad, we both, I grew up on a farm, you know? Um, so, I mean, we shoot, you know, occasionally my wife has shot a few times, right? It's not something she's very competitive. So it's, you know, she, it falls right into her wheelhouse as well. Yeah. So, yeah. That's cool. So, Maybe get them into SCTP. Then you'll always be at the range. Absolutely. You know? So we, that's Sean and I, we always try to encourage everybody to take somebody new shooting. You know, that's our big thing we push on every episode. And it's amazing how many people have came up to us and said, I started shooting tournaments because you guys, or I got into yeah. shooting because you guys. And it's just, it's like, wow. I mean, yeah. it just, all it takes is introduce somebody to this and you're, they're hooked. You know? it, it is true. I mean, even like me, right? So I, Middletown Sportsman Club, pretty well-known club, um, just, I don't know, out of the whim, I don't even remember how I even found out about it. Decided to go there. Had a, um 1187 Remington, right? Oh, there you go. Know, yeah. And I said, I'm going to shoot something. Had no idea. You know, everything for me was skeet shooting, right? I didn't right. know what trap was, sporting clays. So I go in, the club manager, great guy, um, Chuck, said, hey, you can try skeet. Had these great guys, took me out, kind of showed me the ropes. And then another guy at the club said, hey, this is trap. Shot a couple rounds. I'm like, man, I really like this too. Next weekend, I come out. We went and shot sporting clays for the first time. But I, you know, they took me around. There was guys that kind of took me under their wing because it's intimidating, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you yeah, show up at a be. club. I mean, there's all, you know, all these guys and they got these expensive guns and all this stuff. And you're a you're a, you're a newbie. You have no idea, right? I remember the first time I went to a tournament, I didn't had no idea what even to do. Yeah. Right. And luckily, people were there, kind of put their arm around, with like, "Hey, let me show you how to do this." Right. Yeah. And, and, and those yeah. guys, I mean, I could see, you know, me looking back, like, what if that hadn't happened? Would I had had kind of a bad experience and never done it again? Right. Like those guys were jerks. Right. They didn't want to help me, but instead, <laughs> I mean, it's been I've done it now. Gosh, I mean, twenty five years now. Yeah. Well, so. Jason, and I say it time and time again. I mean, there's just so many wonderful people in the shooting community. They will. They'll take you under their wing. Yeah. They'll help you get started. They'll help you learn the ropes. And I think that's what builds that that kind of brotherhood, sisterhood type of yeah. thing with everybody. And everybody's out there competing against each other, yeah. but at the same time, they're willing to help you. Right. Absolutely. I mean, it, you so. know, we talk about Rick Marshall, right? I'll never forget when I met Rick the first time, um, 2004, uh, Grand American was in Vandalia. It was the next to last year before it was in Dayton and uh, came off the line. I don't remember. I think I was shooting handicap kind of down and I didn't know who Rick Marshall was. I didn't know he was just all American, you know, yeah. you know, shooter. The guy. The guy. Yeah, right. yeah. He just kind of said, you know, he, he, he put his arm and said, hey, man, you're all right. You know, you'll be good. And he fought, his squad had followed us. And after we got done, we were talking and uh, still had no idea who he was, right? No idea. Just giving me some, you know, encouragement and stuff. Went away. Buddy Mike says, oh, you were talking to Rick Marshall. It's like, yeah, it was a really nice guy. He gave me some tips and stuff. He goes, he's an all American. You know, he's like, <laughs> like, really? He said, yeah, he's like, the man, right? He's yeah. like the Michael Jordan. Yeah, of track. exactly. So <laughs> yeah. it was just, and that that honestly started our friendship. I mean, I had That's no cool. idea who Rick was, and here this guy is, you know, multi, you know, all American, Hall of Famer, you know, um, can shoot all three disciplines, right? Yeah, you know, and he took the time to a new shooter and myself, um, you know, give me some tips. That's so it was, awesome. It was cool, and we've been best friends since then. It's been great. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, when we're done here, we're we're gonna hook you up 
we need to get him in contact with Bear Pelt mm-hmm. and with, of course, Dr. Grace at Odo Pro. You got to check these things okay. out. I'm telling you, I love them. One last thing, you did mention the gun. You know, you went out there with old Remington 1100. Mm-hmm. I, when I show friends and family that don't shoot, you know, they, they want to see my gun. Right. You know? And how much is that color? And oh my gosh, and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, look, the national championship, not last year, but the year before, was won with an A400 that you can go buy for 1500 bucks. Yeah. Right. Now, I'm sure Joe's was a Cole Pro and sure. you know, it might have been <laughs> sure. double that cost, but basically the same base model mm-hmm. gun, they can go buy $1,500 and probably the most common gun you see on the course. Oh, absolutely. Really. Yeah. I mean, absolutely. Because it is, it's, it's, it's an economical way to compete. Yeah. You know? So, but Joey, thank you so much for joining us. Is there, is there anything else that you want to throw out there before we wrap no, things I mean, up I, here? I've had a great time. You know, this is a lot of fun. I mean, to get into, to talk about this, it's not, it's unusual. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So yeah. Well, if people uh, want to find out more about Easy Go or Arctic Cat, where can they go? Where uh, Do they need to look for the local dealer? Go to the website? What's yeah, the best I mean, thing? You can go to our, our website, you know, easygo.com. You can go to arcticat.com and you can type in your um, zip code. You can find your local dealer for okay. sure. Okay. I mean, um, so yeah, that's that's the easiest way. Let's put it that way. So, cool. Yeah. Good deal. Well, I know uh, Big Rick's coming back into town. I think it's in June for the the state trap. Yeah, shoot. one of the big sta- yeah. Yeah, state trap. And uh, he's yeah. supposed to come join us in studio. So we'll uh, we'll have to let you know when he's coming. Oh you yeah, come, you come up here and harass him with us. Oh, so. I'd love to. Yeah, I think we're actually we're going to the uh, NHR race weekend at the uh, race that weekend as well. Yeah, yeah with our buddy. Yeah, well, we're we're that's we're supposed to have a special guest from the NHRA oh, coming yeah. in with him. So Absolutely. you know who I'm talking oh, about. Absolutely. Yeah. I do. <laughs> so I'm excited about that. But uh, like I said, Joey, thank you very much, man. We appreciate your time. Yeah. Uh, appreciate you coming up here and sitting with us. And uh, hopefully we got some good information out that uh, people find some value in. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you guys very much. Yeah, we appreciate you. We'll see you next time on the Dead Pair Podcast. The Dead Pair. The Dead Pair Podcast is brought to you by Elite Shotguns and Vero Beach Clay Shooting and is fueled by Fioki USA. The Dead Pair theme song was written, arranged, and produced by Toby Tomplay. Special thanks to the following sponsors. Bear Pelt, Rhino, Odo Pro, Dawn Grant, Atlas Trap Company, RE Ranger, and White Flyer Targets.